Welcome to Higher Perspective with Pam and Eliza. Vulnerability, vulner, vulnerability, uh, vulnerability, <laughs> vulner, vulnerability. That sounds like a song, actually. Usually I don't really vibe with your song that you make up with, but I was, you're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking about vulnerability, vulner, Something that we all have trouble with? Yeah, or I think it's so. just me. No, I think all of us, which is why I'm making it into a song, because I'm like, ooh, I'm a cancer. And so vulnerability, <laughs> definitely a struggle, probably a universal one, like you said, but definitely want to get into my crap shell <laughs> right, right, <laughs> when yeah. I hear it sometimes. So making like, a fun song of it. <laughs> I'm a fleeting fish and a cancer. I'm a fleeting fish sun and a cancer moon. So, yes, I like to crawl into my shell too so i think it's kind of double for me right because if you drop a rock in the pond you don't see a fish i love that i'm gonna go with it and like process because <laughs> i feel like that was so deep there was multi layers to that and also fun fact y'all i'm a cancer sun pisces moon and eliza is a pisces sun cancer moon so that is for it's, us i know it's just it's so great it's so great so yeah today we're talking about vulnerability so how do you want to kick it off how would you personally define vulnerability exposure right. exposure yeah. i think it's exposure specifically having things about yourself that you are insecure about consciously or unconsciously exposed or having things that you may not have even been aware of or share widely with people have that be exposed to somebody else. I was going to say the same thing. I was like being scared and or uncomfortable with personal exposure. Mm -hmm. That that word too, doesn't it? (laughs) Don't you feel it? (laughs) I feel exposed when I say exposed. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I feel exposed. Both, like, oof, like, hold on, are they gonna know the things in my head that I don't want to expose <laughs> just by me saying the word expose? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like removing, like, it's as if we're walking with an invisible cloak and like saying the word exposure removes the invisible cloak. Is is vulnerability something that you would say is like one of your top struggles? Because I think it might be a universal struggle in some ways, but maybe different people struggle with it to different degrees. So for you, do you feel like you struggle? It's one of your top ones. So this is what I'm going to say and be, be patient with me on this for a second, but I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with being vulnerable. The thought, let me say of being vulnerable I feel like in my past, it was just a hard no. Like, mm-hmm. even in conversations with you, you were like, yeah, we'll open up and express yourself. And I'll be like, well, yeah. But, like, really, it was a hard no. Like, I felt it in my body. Like, no. So I think now the opportunities that are being brought into my life to be vulnerable, I'm kind of taking advantage and just forcing myself to really open up even when I feel really uncomfortable and exposed. Okay, bear with me because I'm kind of <laughs> I'm gonna probe a little bit. Okay. 
So like what, what, when you say uncomfortable and then exposed, like what are some of the things, first of all, I guess, how does uncomfortable feel to you? Like, do you feel it in your body? Like, do you, do you clam up more? Like what is sort of that physical manifestation and reaction when you say uncomfortable? I go blank Mm. and I freeze up and I want to run away. Wow. So, so it really, it triggers sort of this fight or flight or freeze. Yeah. Kind of, kind of probably all three. It sounds like two of them, the blank is freeze and, and the runaway is flight. And, but there's possibly some fight in there too. The resistance of uh, not running away. (laughs) (laughs) I was recently put in a situation where that was happening and I just clammed up and uh, tried to move past it as, as fast as I could. But I recognized that I was doing that and I heard you in my head saying stop hmm. and I faced it and that, you know it was really uncomfortable for me but actually it was it was really good. I felt really good and that person felt really good and I'm not hiding anything. I'm not keeping anything to myself and I'm not leaving things unsaid or or a project or something like that, like undone. Like I'm I'm working on it. I'm facing it. Now, when, so we establish your response is, is sort of that fight, flight or freeze and that uncomfortableness. What What typically elicits that response? Is it somebody asking you for your true feelings about a situation? Is it more when like, yeah, it's usually, yeah, it's usually like someone expressing their feelings to me and me having to reciprocate that in return. Hmm. Well, that that makes sense. And I think, thank you for sharing, because I think a lot of people probably share in this, right? Like, it's a little bit when someone is telling you how they feel about you and you are uncomfortable or you're not used to being the person who shares emotions or feels like sharing your emotion. You know, this actually, do you think, is it a power thing? Do you feel like sharing your emotion is almost like putting your cards on the table? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, yeah, it absolutely makes sense. I'm just thinking. I think that, yes, I'm putting all my cards on the table and I'm afraid that if I do that, they're going to see my cards, think they're not good enough and walk away. Right, right, right. So then there's sort of this power play a little bit in the terms of if I keep this, my cards like hidden, maybe I can bluff, right? you know, and, or and maybe I can continue playing, but it's my call. Exactly. And even if you never see my cards and you walk away. You don't know where you're walking away from. It's not a true rejection thing. Right. It's not a true rejection. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that totally makes sense. I think I, I sort of believe that there are just universal truths and there are universal experiences. And I think one of those universal experiences is that we really all are seeking to be loved. And so it makes sense that we can be our most vulnerable or sorry, we can struggle with the most with vulnerability around being love and whether we're going to receive that. It's right. it, 
we would want to protect ourselves from possible rejection because that's just, first of all, nobody likes to be rejected. But if we all are seeking love and then someone rejects that, it hurts deeply. It's, it's a, a deeper than a lot of other hurts. How do you feel when you're facing vulnerability? Like, what do you feel in your body and what goes through your mind and how do you react? I think for me, vulnerability comes out a lot more when it comes to like knowing how to do something Mm. and like intellect. I feel really vulnerable around those things because I grew up for, for just specific reasons of how I grew up and there was sometimes a lot of emphasis put on the things that I that I did not do well. So I feel really vulnerable or exposed around that. For example, like I don't cook and I can feel less now than before, but I can feel vulnerable around those sorts of conversations. And for me, it's the not good enough, which might actually be the same for you. Like it probably goes back to the same thing. It's like, if you show your cards, I think you said that, like, it's not good enough. And then, or, you know, the person walks away. And so for me, it goes back to the same thing too. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do these things. Oh, I'm not good enough. And so I, so how it manifests for me is very similar to you. I clam up, Uh, like we said, like I'm a cancer. So I want to, like, I almost want to make my body smaller. It's like, I want to take up less space and go within and shrink it's almost like if I shrink enough you're not gonna see me in this moment (laughs) and I can like be invisible and you're not gonna know that I like don't know how to cook and and there's still a chance you know (laughs) there's still a chance oh boy that was old me yeah right that's my crab (laughs) voice exactly that was old me luckily I've come a long way from that so that that's how that's how it comes out for me. It's like this this wanting to to shrink. Well, I was gonna ask you, what do you feel you're most vulnerable with? But I kind of want to switch it up and kind of just do that for each other. So, ooh, what what Fine. are your thoughts? Like, what are what do you think I'm most vulnerable with? Oh, girl, like I should have poured myself a glass of wine. <laughs> like this is like teeth. <laughs> time okay okay we're going this is awesome um what do i think you're most vulnerable about or that like where you struggle with where there's room for improvement i guess both (laughs) i'd like to hear both i guess if you have do you want to pour yourself some wine (laughs) who says i don't (laughs) i know right you have one handy no i think i mean i think what you said is pretty is what i would say too um so kudos for self-awareness and for us being in sync i think you know, I mean, as your friend, as your best friend, and I've known you for over 10 years, I don't probably a lot longer than that. Don't want to age ourselves. <laughs> You're always the cool, calm, collected one. And I, I think that's a great quality. But there have been times where you and I have discussed where I'm like, is this the real you? Like, I don't know if this is the real reaction <laughs> to this moment right now. Like, it'd be totally okay if you reacted 
emotionally here and you you you're always just very steady and i think while that's really great at your core sometimes i i have asked myself like is this real like i don't i don't think this is real i i think this is a mask and what you're masking is is what you're really feeling which could be vulnerable cult could be vulnerability or could be rejection or could be disappointment it could be a, a bunch of different things but you're keeping it close to the vest yeah. and you're not even really letting me in on this and you know we do that that dance where i'm like i i, I tell you what i think but then i also pull back you know but then tell you it and then pull back and, and let you have your own time to process things um but i would agree that that sharing how you really feel on the inside out loud is something is an area of growth but i also want to say that i think on the flip side of that there is power to the steadiness you know so it's not like losing it completely i think there i think that's a beautiful quality to be cool calm collected i mean honestly mo- more of us should be that way <laughs> so i think at its core it's not you know it's neither bad nor good i just I just don't ever want it to come at a cost of your own true experiences and emotions and feelings. You're absolutely right. And we have conversations about this and I really take what you say to heart and I've really been implementing it in my life and putting practice to it. And so I actually really thank you for actually recognizing my behaviors when I didn't even recognize them. So thanks, Pam. Well, first of all, I love you. And then the also, the other thing I want to say is, you know, when I said say it out loud, it could just be to yourself. You know, I don't think like I the 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 empowerment here is you trusting yourself enough to know when to share it with the other person. Um right. but at least where you're sharing it with yourself, which is really the concern that I had had before where it's like are you are you also are you lying to yourself you know are you masking the truth from yourself because by the way we're all really good at lying to ourselves <laughs> whether we whether we think that or identify with that or not like we all are um so that's really where it came from as long as you're having those honest conversations with yourself and then you can sort of discern and decide how to be vulnerable with others and when that's appropriate and you know all of that but it, it starts with self. And I think you have come a long way and you're doing a lot of growth in that area. And I think it's it's extremely, it's so beautiful. Yeah, and I think, thank you. And I think that I see it, you know, I see those things coming, but I'm not ready. I'm not quite ready to face them yet. So I think that when I talk to other people about them, I kind of like dismiss it or water it down because I'm not ready really to build any take any action or take responsibility for it or like face that truth yeah and that's interesting what you just said made me think of expression so one other thing that i think is might be valuable to share is like sometimes when we're vulnerable to speak our truth or vulnerable about speaking our truth we kind of have this image of like (laughs) sharing our truth like eloquently and beautifully and with confidence. And 
you know, a wise friend, Heather, who we all heard ask an amazing question in our previous episode, sort of had shared before that when we stand up for ourselves or share our truth in this example, it doesn't matter if we do it with a shaky voice. It doesn't matter if we do it imperfectly, but we're doing it. And so I think that what you said, like you're not fully there. I think you are there though, because you are doing what you can, right? Because right. it's not about perfection, but like you're aware of it and then, and you have made strides on on sharing what you're able to share. And that's all we can do is be where we are in the moment. And you're doing a great job. You're the best. I love you. You're the bestest friend. You're the bestest friend. And I say that to say, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I see what you're doing here. Buttering me up before you like (laughs) expose me. No. (laughs) I, oh yeah. I think you're, voicing yourself believe it or not is something you can work on and I don't know if it's a vulnerability thing you can let me know but you're really good at expressing yourself without a doubt and you are a very sure woman but I feel like you hold on sometimes with certain things about your wants and your needs And I feel like you build and you build and you build. And it's like there's this ticking time bomb and then you blow up. I think that it's kind of like you watch this fuse burn out and you see it burning out and you're waiting for it to burn out because you want it to. And I feel like that gives you the excuse then to blow up. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the that's the image that I'm getting because you'll be like oh it's fine it's fine it's fine but then boom all hell broke loose and I think that you can do better (sighs) what am I trying to say oh my god no that makes so much sense that was like I'd like just felt chills in my body (laughs) holy crap I don't think I've ever heard it said so eloquently but this is the thing right you are fine in those moments like they might tick you off a little bit but I think especially you and me, we're like chameleons, right? We can adjust to anything. So even if we're adjust- adjusting to a situation, it is fine. Like it's not our ideal, but it is fine. But then when that starts to build and and we're not taking the time to like chip away at it or, you know, take a load off or voice ourselves, then it is going to build And it's going to tumble over. But for you, I see a bomb. (laughs) Let me tell you. So sort of to even to to sort of illustrate to our listeners what you're talking about, because I totally get it. It's like there have been a few times recently where, you know, we talk about self-care a lot as a theme for me, where where to improve upon, where I've sort of just neglected self-care to the point where it did get feel like a bomb goes off because it's like you just can't take it anymore (laughs) like at some point you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself to be able to help you and everybody around you and I just waited too long basically to the point of either like getting sick like coming down with COVID or a cold or something to then be like oh okay you know um 
let me take care of myself now because I have no choice to. So I think that was an amazing description. And I feel like I have told you this before, but it's like everybody's different. I have so and I take things back to astrology. I have so much water in my chart, like with the cancer, with the Pisces, um, you know, also Scorpio in my chart, all, all this water that we are really good, just like you, we are really good at being malleable, which is water. We're really good at fitting whatever yeah. um, um, the object is, the shape, whether it's a glass, whether it's a bowl, whether it's a river, whatever it is, we're really good at shape-shifting in that way and making it work. Yeah. But for me, sometimes there's a freedom that comes with the fuse being run out mm. because it's almost like it's objective now everyone can see that the fuse is out. There's no more light. It's dark. Like everyone can see it. So now it's almost freeing for me and liberating for me to, to speak my truth because it's, it becomes, and this is where the vulnerability comes in. I think I am vulnerable about sharing my wants and my desires. If they may be in conflict with someone else or with one of my other obligations, and so at that point, when the light is out, the light is out. And if I'm going to show up for all these other things, then I need to put this light back on. And I, that's why I think it was so beautiful what you just said. I've never heard it said that way. It makes so much sense. And that's not fair to anyone, though, for me to wait until it's not fair to myself, more importantly, for me to wait until that point. It's like, can I get better about recognizing when the fuse is dimming when the light is dimming when it's on its way out so that I can get the help and help myself and take the time that I need to regenerate so the fuse doesn't go out working on it love that so what do you think going forward your practices to exercise to become better with and more comfortable with being vulnerable I think disassociating love with service. It's almost as if like, mm -hmm. I, I think it comes from a place of I'm going to receive <laughs> by meeting everyone's needs and by, by sort of almost being a martyr here. That is how I ensure that I'm going to receive love. And I think that's where it comes from, where it's if I then say you know what? No, like, I'm not going to be a martyr here. I'm not going to sacrifice myself. I'm not going to sacrifice this time, you know, what have you, and then actually do what it is that I want. Well, where does that leave me? That really challenges me to fully believe that I am worthy of taking up this space just by being here and that I have already been chosen specifically by my family. I have been chosen by them and they're not going to leave me just because I have voiced that I have my own wants and that these wants just service Pamela. It may not service the whole family. It just services me. Like I want to get my nails done or want to go to the gym or something else. This is just me. And I, I even feel the vulnerability when I'm talking about it now. So I think moving forward, perhaps it's a mantra of just saying I am enough because, you know, my husband's great. He tells me all the time to take time for myself. And so I have that encouragement around me 
it just, it's, it's challenging a belief that is really, really deeply seated already. So I think balancing that out or countering it with a mantra that I repeat my repeat to myself every day, like, I have been chosen, I choose myself, I am enough, I love myself unconditionally, I deserve to put myself first and take care of my needs, because that will also help me be of service to my family, which I want to do, I I will always want to do that. But that will help better equip me to do that. That was beautiful. And I love that you said disassociating love with service. <sighs> that That is powerful. And that really got to me. And while you were talking and I was thinking, running away isn't acknowledging the person and their feelings, right? But that's what I want from them. So how can I accept how could I expect that from another person? And I'm not even giving that in the beginning. Mm. Uh-huh. So with all these vulnerability exercises, like I really just force myself to say things. So even when I feel myself shutting down and running away, I look that person in the eyes and I force myself to be honest because I'm being honest with them, I'm being honest with myself, and that's the most important. And that's what brings true relationships to yourself and your partner, whoever it is, whether it works out or not, in the beginning. And that's what I want going forward. That's something I always want to carry with me. So this vulnerable, this vulnerability journey is something really sacred to me. And it's something I'm going to take seriously. And it's freeing. It's freedom. If you really think about it, it's freedom. How so? Because when you're vulnerable and you're not hiding these feelings and you're not putting a barrier and you're not putting a lock on the door to keep people out, it's like you're constantly looking out the window, wishing that you were out there playing and playing with the neighbors or whatever, but you have that lock on you. You're locking yourself in. Mm. So when you take, you, you, you unlock and you take that latch off, you're free. It's not anyone else keeping you indoors. You're keeping yourself indoors. You're saying you want all of these things and you're not, you're not giving that to yourself by not mm-hmm. being vulnerable. That's beautiful. And you know, cause what continues to happen? What? the sun continues to rise. You know, that when you, going back to something said in a previous episode about being in the arena of life and getting your butt kicked, I think what's so powerful about literally the sun always rising and, and the metaphor of that is that when you are down in the, in the dirtiest, just down because life has kicked your butt or because you just you're leaning so hard into growth and you are exposing yourself and, and tackling all these things that you want to tackle in your life, the sun will rise and you survived it. You Mm -hmm. survived it. And the sun will rise as normal. The trees will continue to do their thing. The, The whole world moves on. And I think there's something really powerful about that when it comes to us facing 
our fears. Let's face them because the sun will rise. You brought me to what Tom Hanks said. There's a little clip of him that's going around and he's speaking to like Robert De Niro and Shia LaBeouf and Jamie Foxx, a few others. But he says, whenever you're having a hard time, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. When you're great and you're on top of the world and you're happy, this too shall pass. Yep. It always passes. Which is why we should really, I don't want to use the word should, which is why there is value in really leaning into those times and those moments where you are on top and okay. and thriving. And in the previous episode, we talked about like, sometimes I just don't even allow myself to rest and take stock in in what I've accomplished and what we're doing in life and enjoy the fruits of my labor. But hold on, because if I don't do that, the time will pass, like you just said. And then what happened? Did I miss my opportunity to enjoy it? Like, I don't want to do that. And so finding these small moments here and there to, to take stock of all the victories in your own life because this stuff is hard like growth is hard living consciously is hard because a lot of people on this planet are not living that way right yeah and so you're going against the grain and you are being vulnerable with self and you are chiseling away at at all of these whatever it is outdated belief systems um attachment to ego like whatever whatever the the cylinder block is like you're chiseling away at it by doing self-growth which then exposes the true there was this there was a saying once this not saying there was this artist on the show he did ice sculpture and he said that his approach to sculpting like ice statues is there is the essence already encapsulated within the ice. It's just his job to let that essence come through. Mm. And I thought that was so effing powerful. He may have said that like one of like the Roman statues that somebody that I'm blanking on really famous, it it may have come from them. It may not have originated with him, this person on the show. But ever since I heard that, I'm like, oh my God, that is so freaking powerful because I feel like that is analogous for all of us. Like the underneath all of this, this gunk and this stuff that can sometimes accumulate around who we really want to be lies the person that we are meant to be, our truth, who we really want to be. But that takes vulnerability. It takes vulnerability on the part of this ice sculptor person who is going to sit there and be like, this is what I see that lies underneath here, this block of ice, this square block of ice. Nobody else sees it, though, but I see it. And so I'm going to go and chisel away at this thing. And it may look ugly. It may look funky to begin with. Other people watching may not know what the hell I'm doing until this beautiful person this beautiful statue immerses as if it was always there that's all of us we're all gladiators right we're all feeling the effects of war but when the wars come right when you get a break and you watch that sunrise don't be afraid to say wow that's a really beautiful sunrise 
just mm-hmm. because you're dressed up in armor. Mm-hmm. Take take those moments mm-hmm. and express yourself. Yeah, take those moments, and it doesn't happen overnight. But you can reward yourself along the way for because it's all about the journey, man, not about the destination. As we keep saying here, like it really is. Well, on that note, thank you for your vulnerability and and sharing and allowing yourself to be exposed on the podcast. I think these are really important conversations to have and, and it can be fun. I'm glad we made it fun. Yeah. Um, because we all go through this. That's just the truth. Right. And, and thank you for exposing yourself. I think we both feel a little exposed right now, but it was it was a good one. And you know what? I feel better for doing it. So look at that. See? I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, love I you. love you, Pam. And I love you guys. And until next time. Until next time where we expose ourselves again. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs> Bye.